Welcome to the Chef JKP podcast with me, James Knight Pacheco. I am your host, James Knight Pacheco, and welcome to the Chef JKP podcast, where we will be discussing the most incredible topics about becoming a chef, hospitality, and lots of other fun stories. Let's begin. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. How are we all? I hope you've had a fantastic week. I know I have been super busy with lots of different projects and, uh, yeah, so I've been nice and busy. And I hope you've all been nice and busy too. So, on with the show. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the rise of the takeaway chef. The rise of the takeaway chef, as in, how has COVID-19 change the situation within the hospitality industry, specifically within chefs. So without further ado, we're going to start. Now I'm going to set a picture for you. When I was first, first, first arrived in the UK, um, the first dish that my dad wanted to do was something super special. Now we had this nice big house and of course, England welcomed us with incredible weather. It was grumpy, it was grey, it was miserable, horrible, horrible rain. So he thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just get the family around and I'm going to give them the best possible meal of their lives. What was that? Of course, it was the good old British fish and chips. That was the first ever takeaway I ever had in my life. Followed by the most incredible, beautiful dessert of Milky Way chocolate. Now, if you don't know what a Milky Way chocolate is, it is this beautiful, sumptuous nougatine in the middle, and it's just coated with milk chocolate. Sounds basic, but for me, it just brings back really, really amazing memories. And what I'm trying to say is this for me, fish and chips, doesn't matter whether I have it in England, Dubai, Australia, it always brings incredible memories for me. And so it got me thinking. Takeaways. Everybody now is having a takeaway in some sort, form or another. Um, in Dubai, the takeaway scene here is huge. Everybody's having takeaways. Even all the main restaurants that we look to are turning to takeaways because this is the only way to survive. This is survival mode. It's about evolution. And so I had to pop into work the other day. And where I work, there are lots of different restaurants. Now I'm an executive chef of a hotel. And within that hotel, there are lots of different restaurants. Some I look after, some I don't look after. And popping in there the other day, I was talking to this chef and he said to me, James, do you know what? Never in a million years did I think that I was going to be a takeaway chef. I thought to myself, wow, that is a tough statement. That is a, that is straight to the heart stuff. Never in my life did I ever think that I was going to be a takeaway chef. So, What's my thoughts on this? I was like, wow, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Um, he was quite, you know, distressed about the thought of doing incredible food because 
if you're a chef of a certain caliber and you're having to pack your food, send it away with a driver on a motorbike with someone that you don't know, by the time it gets to the diner, how is that food treated, number one? How does it look, number two? Most importantly, how does it taste? This is what we train for. We train to blow you away when it comes to flavors. So of course he's right to feel this way. Absolutely, he's right to feel this way. And then it got me thinking, what about the rest of the world? What about the rest of the chefs? And so I had to go and do some research and um, there's some incredible things going on around the world. Yes, COVID-19 is horrendous, horrendous for everyone and it will go away. But how do we change this negative into a positive? So then looking around and looking at the big guns of the industry, I'm talking about the three-star Michelin boys. First of all, I go to someone who I truly admire. He's the chef Grant Ashatz from Alinea. Uh, they're coming up to 10 years. And if you know anything about Alinea, the restaurant itself, you know it's a wonderland and you know it's cutting edge and you know that everything they do is magic. So when Chef Grant Ashatz set the challenge, we're going to be selling your meals. I think it was roughly 35 US dollars a pop. The challenge is on. What was going on through his mind? You know, what, what was he thinking? You know, can they do it? Can they not do it? They've certainly got the expertise. They've certainly got the team. But the question was, were they going to be able to sell any? Now, the cool thing is, as soon as they opened to have takeaway meals, they sold 500 almost instantly, which just goes to show the incredible fan base that he's got and just how incredible his team is. So that's incredible, you know, and um, I would love to experience or taste even a takeaway at that level. I mean, wow. Then you go to someone like Daniel Hum, 11 Madison Park. It's almost an institution now, this place, three-star Michelin. Um, and, it's, and just to think how far these guys have come. Again, I have all their books. I've studied all the recipes how they work, and um, just amazing food all the time, and philosophy. But he's had to close down, of course, like everybody else. But the, the positive thing that's come from this is that he's had to turn his kitchen into a, a soup kitchen, almost smashing out 3,000 meals a day, I believe. What, what an incredible achievement, and to think he can do this. In, in such a state-of-the-art kitchen. It's just incredible. And then lastly, but not least, is the genius, Rene Redzepi at Noma. Now, again, if you know anything about Rene and his team at Noma, cutting edge when it comes to seasons. I was talking in the first episode about ants on your plate. He's one of the first guys that did this. And they've actually gone ahead and opened up as a burger and wine bar. No bookings. Walk in. 
Surprise, surprise, the first day that they open, within four hours, they sell out. Now, what's all this got to do with chefs and takeaways? So even the best chefs in the world are having to change and change and change and tweak to make sure that they're reaching their customers, to make sure that their food is elevated. Doesn't matter if you're the best, you can still do an incredible burger. And I guarantee you that burger in Noma will be absolute knockout. And by the way, they're doing a beef and I think they're doing a, a vegan one, a veggie one. I want to taste both, you know, and people are queuing up for hours and hours and hours just to say I've eaten at Noma. And I ate at Noma at the time when they were serving burgers. How incredible. Now, of course, as chefs, everybody starts at the basics, basics, basics. This is the key to everything. The building blocks of cooking is the basics. And I believe that COVID-19 has pushed us to do this, pushed us to go back to the very basics that we believe in and how can we improve constantly. Now, then if you go to what I believe one of the all, my all-time favorite foodie films is Ratatouille. One of the key characters in Ratatouille is Anton Ego. Anton Ego is the critic. He's a scary-looking character with a scary voice. But if you remember how he is overcome is simply by one of his all-time favorite childhood memories, which was Ratatouille. This is how we won. This is the critic. Now, why is this important? Because everything we do with food, in one way or another, is about memories. Is it, it could be a first date, could be the first thing you remember as a child, could be your first takeaway. So many things. And in this time, when everything is a bit doom and gloom, I think for me as a chef, the most important thing that we should do is still create memories. Create memories in the ways of, if I'm gonna do a takeaway, or if I'm gonna do a burger, it has to be the best burger in the world, period. This is the gift that it's given us. To go back to basics, to rethink everything that we do and smash it out. So when we do go back to normality, we don't take it for granted. You know, so this is really important. And so that the next time you see one of your chefs and they're complaining, then maybe we should say to them, look, do you know what? We salute you. We salute the rise of the takeaway chef. This to me is incredible that we've had to go back to such a time that we never thought in a million years would happen. And yet we're going to come out of it so strong, especially for chefs. You, you've learned something new. You never thought you could be a takeaway chef. Well, now you learn that now is an opportunity. You could open a new business from something else. You could have a new style. There are so many things. Take the negative turn it into a positive straight away. So 
please go and have a look at these guys and see what they're doing. Grant a shout to Alinea. Read more about what he's doing. Have a look at what Daniel Hum is doing over at 11 Madison Park. Certainly go and read and have a look on Instagram about what Rene Redzepi and the team in Nomon doing. It's just amazing. Really, really, really just incredible. So please go ahead, have a look at those. In the meantime, what I would like to say is, please, please, please do not forget to subscribe and make sure you press the five stars and give me a cheeky review if you've got time. Otherwise, go to chefjkp.com or on Instagram, James Knight Pacheco, all one word. Please follow, or if you've got any suggestions about the podcast, I'd love to hear that. That would be fantastic. Make sure you come back next week, as there are lots of different topics that I'll be discussing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Please have an incredible week, and don't forget, food is memories.